Chapter 1 There is nothing more exhilarating than to be shot at without result. Winston Churchill once said, There is a great truth in that statement, especially when considering the alternative. Flesh and blood cannot stand up to a speeding, burning piece of lead, nor can it survive a laser frying muscle and bone with the precision of a surgical scalpel. Of course, today, we have the advantage over soldiers of the past. The medical nanos jump into action, repairing blood vessels, rebuilding organs and creating new flesh to plug the bullet holes. You're as good as new if the wound is not too serious. However, when half your body's blown away, there's little even the nanos can do. But I've never liked using the memory drugs to ease the knowledge of battle wounds. Civilians use memory wipes to cast bad memories into oblivion, and so are able to forget a bad childhood or traumatic events. Not soldiers. You learn hard lessons in battle, and you should remember, not forget them. A few soldiers use the drugs, but I never have. But the nanos, as marvelously high-tech as they are, are nature's liars. I look at my body in the mirror and see no scars, no rough, ragged redness on the pale skin, nothing to show the wounds I have received. But my mind remembers them. It's incongruous to view the skin and know it should show the ravages of battle. Some soldiers have a tough emotional time with that. Eternally young and eternally waiting for the next battle. Because I'm Genrich, I age very slowly. When I look at my face, my mind tells me I should look older and wiser for that matter. I guess I might look twenty-five, maybe twenty-seven. But I have lived more years than that. I have chosen this profession, so I can't complain. I chose it because, thanks to a combination of genetics and other skills, I am good at it. Of course, it always helps to have a cause worth fighting for. In this age of nanobites and memory drugs, what often matters most are not high-tech skills, but rather, as the poet said, the small, often unremembered acts of kindness which is why I was so proud of the Distinguished Service Medal the Deldons bestowed upon me. After the war they fought with the Critterans, and knowing that another war was on the horizon, they didn't have a lot of time for thanks. So the ceremony didn't take long. The Deldon Vice President, an older man, there is no Genrich technology in their planet, awarded me the green ribbon with the gold star. His aged hands trembled slightly as he placed the medal around my neck. He shook my hand and almost cried as he thanked me for helping to save his planet and his people. I was touched. My friends, Commander Rembrandt Cleed and Lieutenant Jade O'Malley, also received the DSM. They're military professionals, while I'm in a private force and usually work for cash. The Vice President's statement was, unfortunately, an exaggeration. Yes, we defeated their enemies, but everyone at the ceremony knew the vicious critterans would be back. It was only a matter of time. Unlike their enemies, the Deldons are a benevolent race who know and appreciate the concept of honor, which is another reason I was so pleased with the medal. When honorable men and women present you with an award, it's well worth keeping. As I said, it's nice to have something worth fighting for which is why I couldn't turn Bellin down when she offered me the chance to guarantee the planet's safety.
The mountain winds howled like a drunken banshee and plucked high-powered snow bullets into the windshield. The heat evaporated the snow, only to have a second volley slam into the plastic glass. I looked out the window and wondered why Bellin desired a mountain home, an ice mountain home. The transport hummed quietly as it rolled along in the snow. Some people are uncomfortable with driverless vehicles, but they don't cause me any anxiety. The computer handled the wet, twisting roads like a NASCAR driver. The swirling storm had stripped the leaves from most of the trees. They held up their burst snow-covered branches to the sky, as if to surrender. Bellin and I had shared a friendly yet turbulent past, and I wondered why she wanted to see me. I assumed it had something to do with my profession as a soldier of fortune. She did have a fortune, a considerable